Welcome to the show, Five Sharp Fam. I'm AJ. And wherever it is you get your pods, subscribe, share, and leave us a good rating. Welcome to another episode of Five Stripe Weekly. And Atlanta United played to a scoreless draw at Soldier Field against the Chicago Fire. Yeah, a, uh, a match that had a lot of people uh, just begging for goals. Uh, a lot of the chances just went uh, where, yeah, no, nothing hit the back of the net. And, uh, you know, there was one, but VAR pulled it back, uh, and that was for Chicago Fire. But, uh, yeah, you know, no one really truly likes a nil-nil draw, but uh, it is a clean sheet for Atlanta United, uh, the fourth of the season for the club. But, uh, yeah, the starting 11 had a little bit different look. Joseph Martinez returned, Tiago Almada returned. And it was a little bit of a different look. Uh, Santiago Sosa also started for the first time since April 24th. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was uh, on the outset, it looked like there was maybe enough to be able to handle uh, the Chicago Fire. Uh, now, I think it's just, uh, yeah, both sides. It's uh, It looked like, uh, you know, without goals... Looked like uh, a match that could have had uh, some good opportunities for us to score, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like chance after chance went begging. Uh, Almada, early on, there was a chance where uh, he took the ball off of Shakiri, and uh, yeah, he spotted the run of Cisneros, and I mean, it was, uh, there was Jose Martinez there, uh, and it was, uh, yeah, ended up out for a corner kick. But, um, you know, there's just uh, another chance with Luis Adarujo, who uh, drove at the defense and, yeah, I mean, drove into some players. Uh, there's just a, a clear lack of chemistry, uh, I think. Uh, although there was uh, an opportunity right before the half uh, that was uh, from Tiago Almada, who uh, had a little combination play a little give and go with Ronaldo Cisneros and he oh it was just just wide uh on the far post and I think it was just the story of the game I mean um even when we had some uh, some team play it still was not quite clinical enough and it's just frustrating I mean uh you know LA United on the road pretty abysmal in terms of the goal department and, uh, I mean, you know, I think lately anyway, we couldn't find that, uh, that late game magic that we, uh, had been earlier in the season, uh, that had been probably masking a little bit of our deficiencies, but, uh, yeah, in that second half, uh, yeah, George Campbell, he came off for Aiden McFadden, um, and yeah, to speak to that early starting 11, which was interesting because, uh, Parata, Campbell, and Alan Franco all played. Uh, now, yeah, it's it seemed a little bit more where it was, uh, you know, slight wing backs at times uh, with Wiley and Araujo, and I I didn't mind that look a little bit. Uh, now I think there might be a need for maybe some overloading of the midfield, 
you know, maybe a la Man City, a la Arsenal uh, in the Premier League where, yeah, you see uh, more help for Hosetu and Sosa and whomever is playing in midfield uh, so that we can make those overloads. And uh, yeah, the, you know, the players that are on the wing can really truly provide that depth, uh, you know, and the width anyway, rather, uh, so that the team can, uh, you know, I think play out in the, in certain areas that uh, obviously are really a hindrance, I think. Uh, you know, largely a lot of the, uh, the battles are won in midfield and I think, you know, we are lacking a lot of in that department, uh, you know, some overloading with some, uh, defenders and, uh, you know, Parata as well, uh, you know, where he played, uh, yeah, it kind of helped a little bit in that regard to help kind of solidify, uh, you know, parts of that, uh, that midfield. But uh, I think, you know, going forward, we might have to, ch might have to change a little bit of things. But, um, you know, I think uh, in the second half, though, it's, uh, you know, there was that VAR call. Uh, and, you know, uh, Shakiri he, uh, he did finish it off in terms of uh, what looked like uh, a goal for Chicago. But, uh, yeah, Shakiri was offside and the goal was disallowed. But, um, yeah, you know, we uh, threw the kitchen sink on again. Dom Dwyer, Marcelino Moreno. And, uh, again, you know, it's just uh, there was some, I would say there was some effect ineffectiveness uh, early on with Cisneros and Jose Martinez, who uh, both barely got uh, some touches. But I think it's that, you know, you need the creators on the pitch as well as the willing runners. Uh, Cisneros being that willing runner, uh, Jose Martinez, uh, you know, adding a little bit of that, uh, you know, that uh, that hold-up play into his game. He uh, is someone that, uh, that can bring others into the game. But I think, uh, you know, you only have Almada and you have Luis Adarujo. Luis Adarujo, uh, yeah, lately anyway, has been trying to do a lot of things on his own. Uh, trying to play a little bit more hero ball and... Uh, I think that's kind of what's been uh, a little bit of an issue here. Uh, I think, you know, the the chemistry between these attacking players is just not there. They're not uh, anticipating where each other are going to be. They, you know, are just head down and uh, basically trying to take a shot. And, you know, you need to see uh, that chemistry build. It's just definitely not there at all. Um and I think you can see why we, uh, you know, there's the scoreline. It's, uh, it's a scoreline that, uh, I mean, it's pretty indicative of, uh, you know, the lack of true, true chances. I mean, there's a few chances uh, in this match that I think you would say were a pretty decent chance. But other than that, uh, you know, a few pot shots. And to be fair, also... Uh, you know, uh, their goalkeeper, Slonina, just uh, secured a move to Chelsea. And, you know, it speaks to kind of the quality of, uh, you know, their goalkeeper. And, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things where it just makes you, uh, after the match, just talking to yourself. Uh, I'm sure the players are talking to themselves. We're all just 
kind of cursing this game a little bit that, uh, yeah, you know, it just wasn't more exciting in the goal department. But, yeah, uh, in terms of, uh, you know, what this match brought, it uh, both uh, both teams get a point. We uh, are still in 12th, and uh, Chicago Fire, they actually, I believe, moved up one position because of it. But... Uh, Lane United, they will play Seattle Sounders on Saturday at 3 p.m. at the Benz, and I'll have that preview later on for you in this show. But we'll wrap up this match, and that gets us into the news. Uh, the first bit of news is that Juanjo Parata, he makes the bench for the MLS Team of the Week. That's two Team of the Weeks already now, uh, which I think is very interesting. I mean, you know, there is... A bit of that where, you know, Boca Negra, he, he can bring in some talented players, uh, at least, uh, you know, for this league. But it just seems like there's uh, maybe a lack of identity, a lack of cohesion and, uh, you know, kind of a, uh, a marked strategy with those players. I mean, you can, you know, you can get a... You know, a wide forward, um, or you know, uh, you know, someone that likes to, uh, you know, try to score or whatnot. Or you can get a winger, or you can get a, a fullback that uh, overlaps. But you know, if you don't have, you know, a really true strategy of what these players are absolute best at and how they can cohesively play together, then you know, maybe uh, you know, it is an issue. But uh, largely massively is an issue i think but uh that's neither here nor there because well carlos brokenegger he did uh speak about uh tiago amada uh there was that uh rumor that he was benched because of attitude reasons according to him anyway he said quote we heard the same thing and again to be honest it's pretty frustrating it's a pretty frustrating narrative you know i think a couple individuals for whatever reasons take assumptions and maybe take a little tidbits that they get from I don't know if it's direct messages or messaging players or people around the club around the staff but that's completely not true and again frustrating he's a great kid he trains extremely hard he has a good attitude and you know for the people to and for people to kind of put this out there that you know all of a sudden he's a bad kid or he doesn't train hard or he doesn't want to be here with us I'll give a I'll give you a great example you know with uh, Gonzalo was uh, training plus. We have two to three exercises throughout the week that really promote the competition and intentionally the work rate at a high intensity to stimulate what they get in the game. He consistently performs in the top three to five players across all the metrics for the physical part of those training sessions, right? So the commitment, the work rate, that's frustrating here. And then you hear that the kid doesn't want to come in. We started the process when Hansei was the manager. Speaking to Tiago, and potentially he would come in the summertime, we ended up parting ways with Gabby and afterwards called Tiago. Tiago, hello, how's everything going? Where are we with everything? I still want to come Atlanta. Uh, he said, quote, I still want to come to Atlanta. I want to come to MLS. I'm excited to come to the club. So, you know, it comes down to he did have a say in the matter. Uh, now, yeah, that, that may be all well and fine, but... Uh, 
Yeah, there is the fact that Gonzalo Pineda, he said on Thursday when he was asked specifically if there were issues with Amato's professionalism or skill set when uh, deciding who will start, Pineda said, quote, everything. Uh, he never mentioned when players had been sick, which he had told 92.9 on Friday. So, yeah, there's uh, yeah this weird drama uh, with Almada, apparently. You know, maybe being the guy that was called out by Jose Martinez for uh, the player, or maybe one of the players that uh, maybe wasn't fully committed and uh, wasn't putting everything into training. Now, uh, whether that is the case, all that kind of is uh, some speculation now, and uh, whether Pineda actually meant what he said or, uh, you know, whatever it is, it's uh, it's a confusing bit, and uh, I think in large part it's this. Almada, I think we know that he, he said this to Argentine Press, uh, I believe, uh, you know, it's that he wanted to be here for a year and make the move to Europe. Now, I think with that being said, yes, he may have wanted to come to MLS and, you know, kind of prove himself and uh, then make that uh, that big money move. But I think, you know, you've seen that, well, you know, there are some people that, uh, you know, with Pineda and Jose Martinez that maybe are calling that out and saying... Maybe that's not, uh, you know, the full commitments that uh, is required. And I think that's, uh, you know, Pineda would be well within his rights, I think, to, uh, you know, not always start, uh, you know, Tiago Amada if uh, he's not giving everything in training, if he feels like it's not up to the standard that he wants in uh, the starting 11. But, you know, uh, I think at that point, though, you still need to, uh, show that the other players that you put in the starting 11 can do the job and get the results that we need and the performance that we need. And that hasn't been the case either. So, uh, yep. Uh, in terms of uh, some of the other stuff, uh, according to uh, you know Felipe Cardenas, uh, in response to a question from Doug Roberson, uh, Santiago Sosa's uh, performance, uh, he says... Uh, Gonzalo Pineda says that I have to put this into context because sometimes my words are taken out of context and at times I have to do better at explaining my words. Uh, that seems to be in response to maybe Almada over on Thursday. But uh, yeah, Pineda went on to say that Sosa has been gradually recovering from an off-season hernia surgery and then dealt with some niggling injuries and an illness. Uh, Pineda added that he's confident Sosa can play 90 minutes moving forward. And so yeah, it's uh, yeah definitely very interesting um, that Pineda was kind of uh, you know fighting back on uh, some of that uh, that he had said he had said to the media. Now uh, yeah, in terms of uh, maybe some of the play from the team, uh, Caleb Wiley was asked if uh, LA United were struggling to play as a team. Uh, he said, quote, the togetherness was missing a little bit. I think maybe there's something that you have to have in a team to be successful. Uh, Pineda said earlier that the togetherness was what he wanted to see against uh, Chicago. Uh, Santiago Sosa, uh, he pushed back on that apparently, though. He uh, said uh, that 
It can be hard for the guys who aren't playing much or who have subbed off early. The injuries have hurt too. He said, quote, the group is fine. We talked amongst ourselves about improving some things. So hopefully that's the case. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot to improve at the moment, unfortunately. But uh, yes, alas, you know, uh, we have around, what, like 12 games left. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of work to be done. But uh, moving on to LA United 2, they drew against Las Vegas Lights FC 1-1 at 5th 3rd Bank Stadium. Nelson Orgy, he uh, headed a set piece uh, to open the scoring, and Justin Garces, he recorded a personal best eight saves for the second match in a row. So, uh, yeah, he was definitely a busy boy. LNI 2 will play the Birmingham Legion next on August 6th. So, uh, that does it for the news and gets us into the match preview. And uh, United, they will be playing Seattle Sounders at the Benz 3 p.m. It will be a uh, yeah, full uh, attended match at the very least in terms of the open bowl. And I believe this will be a send-off for Darren Eels as well. So uh, we wish Darren Eels nothing but the best at Newcastle United. But uh, yeah, the Sounders, they're also languishing as well. Uh, maybe not to our depth, but uh, they are ninth in the Western Conference right now. Uh, they played LAFC over the weekend, and they unfortunately lost 2-1, or fortunately, you know, depending on who you ask. But uh, yeah, I mean, for me, I would have uh, taken maybe a, uh, a team that's uh, maybe he's riding high, and we can be their trap game because, well, yeah, this, uh, it's, I think when uh, the Sounders, they are going to be a team that are really, really needing a win as well as us, uh, yeah, it makes it for an even tougher game in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, in terms of, uh, you know, this team, I think it's largely hit by a lot of, uh, the kind of, uh, you know, playing in the CCL and uh, that's been kind of their uh, their hindrance in kind of moving up in the Western Conference. They, uh, they have a deep team. They've missing, they have been missing Raul Ruiz Diaz. And uh, yeah, so, you know, a lot of the, uh, the kind of uh, the better players, the best players in their squad, uh, they have been uh, they have been absent for large parts of the season, and kind of speaks to really where they are. But uh, key departures from the off season: Shane O'Neill, Brad Smith, uh, usurped by uh, other players in the current squad, and key acquisitions from the off season: Albert Rusnak from RSL, and uh, yeah, they also kept some. Uh, key players as well in Alex Roldan, Will Bruin, Kellen Rowe, uh, and, you know, uh, extended the contracts uh, with the new contracts anyway for Rui Diaz and Jao Paulo. But, uh, yeah, getting into uh, the predictions for them, I mean, they were supposed to be, uh, yeah, like first, second uh, in the West, but uh, it obviously is not the case uh, right now. I think it's pretty indicative. Uh, they have 29 goals scored for and 27 goals conceded. 
Uh, they're just barely treading above water there. Uh, and it speaks to kind of their place in the Western Conference at the moment. But let's get into the uh, starting 11 predictions for Atlanta United. And yeah, you know, if uh, Rio Snovo wasn't taken out for uh, Goudinho uh, in the previous matches, uh, after a clean sheet, I'm not so sure that Rio Snow is going to be taken out again. So, uh, yep, you know, uh, I think he is uh, the starting uh, goalkeeper for the moment. And uh, back into that back line, I think it's Parata, Franco, and Campbell again, along with Andrew Gutman. I think he comes in for Caleb Wiley, who. Uh, yeah, he's played a lot of minutes this season, and I think it's a perfect time to probably uh, bring in uh, and bring back Andrew Gutman, who uh, was able to get back on the pitch versus Chicago Fire after uh, his uh, little spell with his uh, injury. But uh, into midfields, I'm thinking it's uh, going to be a little bit more where uh, you know we can pack that midfield with some. Uh, with some attacking players, but also, uh, you know, ask them to uh, to be a little bit more hardworking, uh, use that work rate that uh, he's been showing lately. But uh, essentially, I think Marcelino Moreno starts alongside Santiago Sosa, uh, as well as Thiago Almada in there. So maybe a couple of roaming eights in there, where uh, both of them uh, do some tracking back. Uh, and then Araruju and Cisneros on the wings, uh, possibly Araruju, uh, you know, uh, adding a little bit of that unpredictability if we, uh, you know, kind of go slightly to a, a back three at times with some wing backs. And uh, yeah, also then Joseph up top. So, uh, you know, I think that's the, the beauty of having also Dom Dwyer. Uh, to come off the bench is that uh, you know you have some players that can spell some guys and then yeah you can maybe bring Caleb Wiley on later if you're uh, looking for a little bit more attack as well uh, yeah I think it's uh, something a little bit more fluid a little bit more where uh, some interchangeability of the players can help uh, kind of unsettle and unlock some doors against these uh, this Seattle Sounders team. But uh, so, you know, we are at home, and so I expect goals. I think it's going to be a 2-2 draw. What do you guys think? Let us know in the comments below. But, guys, that pretty much is the entire episode except for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, what's to blame for the current inability to score consistently? Is it Pineda's coaching? Bocanegra's recruiting? Players' lack of clinical ability? Something else? Let us know in those comments below. Looking forward to what you have to say. And that's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Share this episode and leave us a review and rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings. I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah. <laughs>